Hey, this is Madeline with Embrace the Madness. Welcome back to another episode. Thanks for joining. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Thanks for beginning this journey. It's super fun. Uh, This is just a podcast about all the things we have to deal with as humans, all about our finite existence and stuff like that, but different things to learn and new cool ways in which you can rediscover the love and light that is all around you. So last week was a super, super awesome, just thinking about it, it's like kind of giving me chills, episode. I got to do my first guest star and my really good friend Jordan got to be on there and fucking killed it. Her voice is perfect for podcasts. She's just so easy to talk to, just so on that level with me and I think talking about boundaries was good for both of us and it was just, it was a magical episode. So if you've never listened before, you should stop this and then go back and listen to that one or you can keep listening to this one if you want. Um, There's no rhyme or reason, but to me it makes sense. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, So obviously it's freaking Tuesday and I set the intention when I started this that I wanted to post this on Mondays so it could be a thing. And I mean, Jordan and I even talked about last week the importance of having external accountability in our lives. And for me, this podcast was kind of uh, diving headfirst into, well, can you be disciplined enough to keep a schedule? Can Can you even do all that without like having someone outside of you. And I think it got off to a really good start. And I think the more intense it got and the more I tried to pursue other things, the more it kind of fell off to the side. And I was talking to my sister about it yesterday and it just has really been bumming me out because I remember when this podcast was a super, super exciting time for me and I was like so stoked that I could get to start it and could like take my blog to a whole different level and just share what I want to say. And now that I've started doing music and just like adding more layers to my life, this pod, like it's Tuesday and I know like there's nothing wrong with it. But it bums me out like that I haven't been able to take the time to like get structured and stuff like that. And so that's kind of like a theme in my life right now, just getting my shit together. Um, Because I realized I'm in this like big transition phase of my life. I kind of realized that I was tired of living for other people's dreams, kind of, like working in restaurants, stuff like that. I mean, it's one thing to provide hospitality and like a certain experience for another human, but when it's not really coming from your heart, it's, I don't know, it's just like, like there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like, oh dang, well, if I can put all this energy into someone else's dream, why can't I do it to mine? And so I've been in this kind of transition phase over the last month or two, whatever. And I, 
it's kind of, it's just been bumming me out. And luckily I have been getting better at managing my emotions and stress and stuff like that. But I'm still very much aware that I'm not on my, on my shit, you know? And I haven't really been taking care of my body. I've been taking care of my heart and soul, I think. But like my human body, I uh, have not been eating very well. I've been drinking a lot. Haven't been running, which makes me sad. But I think, I don't know, you know, just ebbs and flows. And I'm trying to figure figure that part out. Um, but I just felt like I wanted to share that a little bit before I got into talking about self-doubt because I don't know it's relevant in my life right now and figuring out how I'm going to do this podcast and pursue like my dreams with music is like what the heck I just it's so overwhelming and I just I'm like fuck I don't know if I can do it and the like one part of me is like yeah it's gonna be hard but then there's another part of me like okay yeah but so what like you can still do it and I know trying to go like three million percent on both fronts is not possible because I mean I guess it could be if I really 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 wanted to try but I also don't feel like I don't really feel like I want to compromise either one like right now either because that's the thing with podcasts is like people will start them and they get like I don't know 15 episodes and then they don't do it anymore and mama didn't raise a quitter but she did raise a procrastinator but I mean that's just how I feel like I don't want to turn into one of those podcasts that just stopped like that's not what I'm about and I feel like there's still so much information that I want to share so I really 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 want to keep doing this I just have to figure out how I want to do it um but it's been driving me absolutely crazy trying to figure out how to structure my life because I've never never grown up in with it around or was taught how to use it or anything like that so if anything that I've learned it's just to be patient and stay calm and love yourself in the meantime and just keep moving forward doing what you love etc so that brings me to the point I guess of what we're talking about this week so in my little listy thingy I thought that self-doubt was a really big part of my self-care journey and I by no means have figured it out because I still am dealing with it and it's like the the more intense an experience and like a goal and challenge gets the more self-doubt you have and that's been a whole adventure learning like this music stuff and performing in front of other people and trying to write my own stuff and it's just like all of that darkness just comes to the front and it's just overwhelming and I totally know how yucky that feels and I just think that when we can kind of ask some questions, figure out what's going on in the situation, really look at what self-doubt is, what it isn't, stuff like that, 
then we can form a better relationship so that we can still learn to operate with it in our lives and just make sure it's kind of like a healthy balance. So in true Madeline fashion, I have literally waited till the last minute. I have to be at work in 30 minutes. So we're going to make this happen because I don't know, that's what I do. But if this uh, episode is a little hard to follow, then I just want to say thanks for being patient and listening. I am working on an outline, very, very generic, vague outline draft that I wrote the other day. I just have literally, and maybe it's because I don't want to talk about self-doubt. Maybe it's because my ego is like, nah, girl, you're talking about some real shit and we are not, we are not finna like (laughs) help people figure this out because then you're gonna like foil my plan and It could just be me like thinking that's what's happening. But I do wonder like why sometimes I'm like so averse to certain things. Like I can go mix for like an hour and like not even worry about it. But then when I need to do something, it's like, oh my God, no. So I think that's just kind of maybe self-sabotage and self-doubt like working in the background and behind the scenes and uh, it, it just helps when you can figure out, like, t- it's time to turn a flashlight on it. So that's all we're going to do. And let's see. So the things that I really wanted to talk about this episode about self-doubt is what is it? Where does it come from? Why is it there? And why I think it's important to embrace the doubt. And, and then we'll talk about uh, learning to trust yourself. So la, 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 la. So to me, self-doubt is like that nagging voice in your head that tells you all these things that aren't true. And we don't know that they're not true until we can kind of learn to objectively see that voice for what it is. So for me, I have always had this voice that tells me that Everything that I do isn't good enough, that I should have tried harder, that I should have done better, that I should have been more perfect, that I should have, should have, would have, and it tells me that I'm not good enough and that I'm crazy for thinking that I'm good enough, and I don't, I don't know, it's like so irrational, but it's so real too, and I know like other people deal with that too, and I think that it sucks because it's that little voice that holds us back from doing some really cool things. And I know in my life, it's held me back for ages. Like, oh, I could do this, but no, 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 no. It's too scary. You're not ready. You're not going to be ready for like 80 years, like stuff like that. And It was so drilled in my brain just like forever. So I didn't think anything of it until I started getting on this like path of like self-discovery and truly like learning to quiet the thoughts in my head and also listen like what the thoughts are even saying. And so when you kind of come to that point and you realize it, it kind of hurts your heart and you're like, damn, why are you? Why, where is all this coming from? Why are you saying all these things? And you start to have compassion for yourself. And you're like, oh my God, like, no wonder I'm a fucking mess. Like, listen to the way that I talk to myself. 
And for me, that was like a huge shift and just like, whoa. And I think I referenced it a little bit in some previous episodes or a blog post or just stuff like that about like the tape that's playing inside your head. And if it's one that is full of self-doubt, then you're going to have a really rough time. And doing things that you love and doing things that are going to make you happy is going to be harder for you because you've always got this voice in the back of your head telling you all the ways in which you can't or shouldn't or shit like that. I don't know. It's just like, it's so bizarre that like, that's even a thing that we have to worry about. Like, like to me, I'm just like, why in the hell did we evolve that behavior? And if you just look at it from like a scientific point, I don't know. I still have to think about it and (laughs) figure it out. But I also am like, well, I don't know if you'll ever figure it out. So we can just talk about it and laugh about it in the meantime. So thinking about like, okay, well, now I'm hearing all these like bad thoughts. Where, where the heck, where are they coming from? And I think that it has to do with the way that we're programmed and the way that we have grown up hearing these voices and like when we're young, we don't know. So we're just going to like trust that everybody has our best interests and we're going to trust what they say and believe them. And especially when it's our parents, of course, like if we don't trust our parents, like our life force is cut off. It's just... It's so intense and to me it just is so powerful when you're a child, the things that are fed into your ears and your eyes. And so in my experience, I think a lot of the self-doubt comes from not having a, a, like a wealthy supply of positive reassurance as a child. And I think And I'm still trying to like review my narrative and what I've told myself my whole life growing up, but I don't, I don't particularly remember like, okay, so I feel like sometimes I talk to my mom about it and she tells me everybody loved me as a kid. They were so proud of me whatever, whatever. I referenced in my couple episodes ago, like that I was like super into school and super teacher's pad and super, just super like whatever. A really good student. I had just figured out how to like be really good at school. And so it kind of doesn't make sense. But I think to me, I think sometimes that the negative emotions make more impactful memories than the positive ones. So I do recognize that I was appreciated and like reassured as a child but I think also in some aspects the lack of reassurance from certain people in my life was like just as intense too like either the lack of or the negative and I'm not like really blaming I think I'm working on like forgiveness and acceptance and just like this is this is how it happened and this is where I'm at and this is what I need to do to get beyond this. But I do think that like not being told like that you're loved or that you're doing a good job or things like that. Like to, I feel like in my experience, I would do something and I wouldn't get that feedback 
I don't even know what feedback I was looking for, but I just didn't get something. So it like encouraged me to try harder and to, to like, oh, well, obviously you're not doing something right if you're not getting that validation that you need. And so it would just pressure me to be really hard on myself and just like keep going and keep going and whatever. But now it's like to the point where I've become neurotic about it and nothing I do is right and nothing I do is good enough. And I'm over here just like, oh no, this is shit, 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 shit. Like it's just like a whole vortex of shit. And sorry that I'm saying shit so much, but it's like, that's literally what it is. And another thing for me too, is like, I've got weird body issues. Like I love my grandmother to death, but she used to, I was freaking 12 years old and she would just talk about how I needed to lose weight and stuff like that. And it's like, if your freaking grandmother's telling you that, how else, like, how are you supposed to feel? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just really weird. And so growing up that way and not having, like, it just seemed like things were conditional. Like, oh, your love, my love for you is conditional. And I only absolutely love you. And I'm so proud of you. It, when you're at your absolute best, perfect, beautiful, skinny, stuff like that. And like, realistically, that's not realistic. Like we're humans and there's no way that we can be perfect all the time. But like we're little, so we don't, like we can't understand that on that level. So we're going to keep trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and trying until we can do whatever it takes to get that love that we need. And I think that's something that I've had to deal with my whole entire life is just me not thinking I'm good enough and me not thinking I'm pretty enough or smart enough or talented enough because the people in my life I haven't made proud. And now I'm realizing, oh, well, it doesn't matter what they think. It just matters what you think. And it sucks that people like weigh certain things and like place conditions on love or at least like act like that. Um, but yeah, we just can't like it, it hurts really bad, but we just can't let that hold us back because I'm realizing at almost 27 that I have spent all this time like sitting in pity and doubt and sadness because I thought all these things and I thought I was unlovable and I thought I wasn't good enough. And it's like, dude, you could kill it if you wanted to. But I mean, I know that's not really easy to come to that realization because I mean, it's taken me like that long anyways. So I'm just checking the time. I think I'm still good, but my hair's still wet. So <laughs> welcome to my life. Um, but yeah, also society's expectations, like look at this fucking matrix around us telling us that we need to be thin and smart and tiny and engineers and doctors and all this stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, I'm going to compare myself to every single thing that I'm not and wonder why I'm not that. And that's fucked up too. Like we can't do that anymore. And we have to remember that we are our own individual unique person and we can never be like anyone else. There's no way we can. Like we 
are obviously here for some reason. Who knows what the reason is, but there's literally not another Madeline out there. So that means that there's certain things and qualities about me that no one else could ever embody. And it's my responsibility and my obligation and my duty to myself to go out there and do it. And I know it's kind of like, okay, well, my doubt is like fucking real and raw and it's just like a weighted blanket and I can't get it off. And I recognize that and I I know what that feels like and it feels so... But I just want you to know that you have it inside you to get out of that. And you just have to muster up the courage that it's going to take to take yourself to that next level. Um, let's see. So who knows evolutionarily why specifically self-doubt exists? But if I could guess... Maybe I think it might be to protect us. I think that um, we evolve certain traits over time to promote our... I can't really remember the biological definition or term, but uh, our fitness. I think that's what it's called. Like, we just want to make sure that we as a species, keep going and keep getting better and grow and don't die because if we die, then there's no life. And so I think that by staying in our comfort zone and keeping us in this little kind of box prevents us from taking those risks that could end up in failure. And I think that our brains are so good at going off the deep end with like certain thoughts and things like that, that shit, like, I'm not going out there, like, keep me wrapped in my bed, cozy, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not doing anything, because I don't want to fail, and failure is scary, and I don't want to die, and I don't want my life force to get cut off, because no one likes me, or I don't know, just, like, weird, like, things that self-doubt tells you, and so I think that by keeping us in this comfort zone, it like is getting what it wants. And when we can kind of look at it from that perspective, understanding that it's just our human nature to want to protect us, then you can kind of like exhale a little bit and recognize that everybody's got this part of them that wants to protect them. And I think that's just natural. Like we all have our defense mechanisms because nobody wants to die. Like nobody wants that that yucky feeling of failure and like being ostracized and just like nobody wants that and like that's totally fair um but I think by embracing this and listening to this doubt we can kind of form a relationship and say hmm okay why do you think I'm not good enough or why would this voice be telling me that when I my friends are telling me every day how great I am or my boss is telling me that they're proud of me or stuff like that. And it kind of just makes you kind of turn. It's like you're having an investigation and you like turn the light on the self-doubt and then you start asking the questions. And it's not like you're trying to accuse them of anything. You're just literally like, hey, 
let's talk about this. And I think that's been a huge game changer in terms of taking care of myself and kind of just clearing a lot of that dirt out of my life. And I think instead of rejecting the self-doubt, we should listen. And like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, like let it let it sit down for tea and just listen and just visit and truly hear it out and yeah, listen listen to what's being said. And I think that also kind of offers you a lens of compassion because I mean, that self-doubt is just like trying to protect you. It's just like when your parents are like scared for you, like, oh yeah, I'm going to be an artist and your parents are scared and they're like, oh my God, like, uh, what if you don't make any money and what if you don't succeed on whatever level I'm talking, whatever, whatever. And it's like, look, mom, I get that you are concerned about my well-being and I know that you are just making these statements of fear based on love or like your love for me or attachment or whatever but like I need you to trust me and I need you to trust that I am going on my path and that I'm gonna do this and that's kind of like the relationship that I've established with self-doubt and I think it's really helped because that way the doubt is kind of heard and acknowledged but it's not like given the microphone either and I think that's really helped me too because I used to be scared to do anything and now I'm just like, fuck it, let's do it. And to me, I think that's like what living intentionally is all about. Like if I want to do it, I don't want to be too scared. I don't want to let my fear hold me back if I'm going to die one day. Yeah, I'm just getting really passionate and on a tangent, but that's how I feel. So I'm running short on time. So let's talk about the things uh, to remember. And a lot of this is learning to trust yourself and trusting that you have all the power in your being to do whatever you want and you have it in your heart to do what it takes to get to that level that you want to be at. And one of the ways in which you can learn to trust yourself is to remember your wholeness. And this goes back to way the beginning of the podcast where we talked about our true nature and where we truly come from and how we're a part of this greater, bigger, whole thing. And so by us being a part of it, we are inherently good and whole and perfect ourselves. And so That kind of helps me remember like not to necessarily listen to all the yucky things that my voice is telling me. And also just to like give myself compassion and remember that I'm a human and just remembering that this is like a messy journey and yeah, it's just going to be messy and it's to be expected that it's not easy and just knowing that everybody kind of deals with this weird energy in their life just makes me feel a little bit better and not alone and just like more willing to reach out and be vulnerable. Another important thing to remember is that growing is going to be scary and that staying in your comfort zone is easy and that's not how growth happens and that's not how things change and that's not how things get better by being safe and comfort to 
all the time. Like you got to get out there and you got to be vulnerable and you got to be scared. And you just have to know that that's part of the process and trust that that's what's happening. And it's not really that easy trusting the process. Um, It's taken me a long time, but the more I do, the easier it gets. And so I just am offering that advice to trust yourself and trust your process and trust your timeline and trust all the little things in between because they're going to build up and they're going to make sense one day. The next thing to remember is to stay focused and to trust yourself. Just stay focused on what you want and what your goal is and what your entire experience, what you want that to be, and trust that you have the strength and the power inside of you to do whatever you want. And I mean, like, I have to remind myself some days, like, girl, you think you can't do it? I mean, you've been on your own since you're 18. Like, you've been financially, for the most part, stable, on your own, paying your shit for, what is that, almost 10 years? And you've gotten yourself this far, so I know you can keep going, and I know you can do what it takes to keep going. So, let's see. Yeah, I guess just kind of going back to realizing the evolutionary purpose is just remembering that somewhere, somehow, that voice inside of us is trying to save us and keep us safe and protect us and help us. And so when anyone is trying to do that, anyone or anything, I think it's always best to show gratitude for that. Instead of getting angry and reacting and defensive, I think... It's important to be thankful for that energy and thankful that something is looking out for you in such a way that it wants you to stay alive and keep going. And that's what I that's what I try to do sometimes when things get hard. Like, okay, thank you for your input. I appreciate that you're nervous that I'm not ready, but I think I'm ready and I have done this before and I know I can do it. And so kind of just like, explaining it to that to your doubt like that I don't know it works at least it's been working for me um I can only speak from my experience but I think I think it will work for you too so I have to get ready for work and I'm just like grateful that I recorded this because I literally was about to do everything under the sun except record this and I'm setting the intention that I'm going to be more organized and be compassionate to myself and get my podcast back off the back burner, put it on the front burner, set that shit to high and truly reinvest my energy in doing what I love and sharing what I feel and all that good stuff. So let's see. It's been so chaotic in my life that I don't even know what I'm going to talk about next week, but I have it mapped out. So if you just hold on one second, I will find out. It's almost my freaking birthday. So I'm getting really excited about that. And let's see. Let's see. Okay. Well, the next one is riding the wave. So that will probably be good. I just love how everything all seems to work out. So that'll just be about how life is full of ups and downs. And it's about 
realizing that those ups and downs aren't going anywhere. It's just about how we're going to manage them better. So I'm so glad I got this episode done. I got to run, get ready for work, figure out how my hair is going to get dry really fast. But I'm so grateful for everybody listening. I'm so grateful to be alive. I'm so grateful for so many things. And I'm grateful that you are here on this journey with me. And this is Madeline with Embrace the Madness. And we'll see you next week, hopefully on Monday. Bye. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Embrace the Madness. Don't forget to subscribe so you can learn to live your best life.